Welcome to the Divinely Human Podcast. I am Alicia. And I'm Tanita. This podcast is where deep dives and real life collide. Where we open the sealed section from the cosmic to the chaotic. Let's Let's dive dive in. in. Welcome back to another week on the Divinely Human Podcast. Thanks for hanging around. We took a little break, but if you noticed, our socials were popping off over the last week. So if you've missed us, make sure you're following us on all the social platforms. We're literally everywhere. You cannot miss us. So make sure to go and hit follow. And as a little tip, you can also hit notify. So anytime we post something new, you can be notified. There is so much information that we put out last week around the eclipse and you will want to follow along if you're curious about navigating eclipse season. But today we had a community question come in and I think we're both just like craving talking about soulful business again. So the question was, you know, how can we price our offers as a soulful business owner? And I am so passionate about this topic. I literally just taught it in one of my group containers. So I'm really curious to get your perspective leash on this because I know you got a lot to say (laughs) on this topic too. Mm, Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I speak for myself, but I feel like you can probably agree that we've both been on a bit of a pricing journey the last few years. Still on the journey. (laughs) I have lost count of the amount of conversations that you and I have had about this over the years as well. It's been one of these main topics that have come up in our own conversations together as well. So I'm excited to dive into today with you as well and have a bit of an open dialogue about it because it is definitely something that even now I'm still navigating, but I feel like I have a bit more of a hold on, especially maybe the last eight to 12 months. I felt like I've kind of been able to work around it with a lot more fluidity, a lot more confidence, a lot more just knowing in what I'm doing and really believing that when I'm putting it out to the world. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. And you know what it's like, you know, when you bring home your newborn and your first time mom and you're like, oh my God, I literally have to make every decision for this baby. (laughs) That's how I felt about pricing in my business. When I launched my business and I was like, oh my God, now I have to put a price tag on it. And it feels like such a big, heavy decision, especially when you're just starting out in business or you're even in a spiritual business. And I think that we put so much pressure on ourselves. And I mean, yes, for good reason, but I mean, it's new minds about pricing our offers. Part of me thinks that we just have to like bite the bullet, put a number on it, see what works, see how it goes and adjust and pivot as we go. And then the, the second part of me is like, we really do need to honor and respect our both energetical and financial limitations in mm. terms of like what we're receiving and what limitations we're putting on ourselves. So yeah. Mm. And I know so many people, especially, you know, clients we've had, even our friends in this industry, we all struggle with it. Like if you're somebody who's sitting there being like, I don't know what to price my service at. You are so not alone. We all go through that in our, in our own businesses. Mm. And I think too, as well, the other component that comes into it. And it's funny because at the start of my journey, I, 
I kind of felt this and then I kind of talked myself out of it. And now I feel like I can actually see it from a bit of a, like a bird's eye view point. And that is in terms of um, experience versus like pricing as well. So I remember when I first came into, you know, my offerings in my business and I was like, Oh, like I can't offer this for like, that amount because I feel like I need to get some more time under my belt and that sort of thing. And then I honored that for a while and then realized that I was majorly undercutting myself because I wasn't just, um, you know, giving things away for cheaper price. I was literally just giving things away. (laughs) Like I was pretty much working for free when I first began this business. And then I kind of went through this stage of like, no, I know my worth. I'm going to charge this amount of money. And now coming into it, I'm feeling like I understand that there is this journey that you have to go on in terms of pricing. And I think at the end of the day as well, like you do have to take a step back when you are first starting out in this specific industry and say, okay, well, do I have experience? Okay. No, maybe I don't. Maybe I should, you know, the first three months be offering this at a lower cost to just get the experience under my belt, to get a feel for what the energy exchange feels like with certain price points and then go back in once you have that experience under your belt and you you know exactly what the energy um, exchange is and then go in and price it again. I'm a huge fan of that because I feel like it's really important um, in terms of, you know, getting that experience under, under your belt and, exploring that a little bit before because I will say I will say as much as I am so here for honoring your worth and like actually like not working for free let's be honest (laughs) I know the pain (laughs) I I think that I've seen so many people in this industry just come in and they're here for one day and they're like look at my $25,000 offering that I'm, you know, here we go. I'm like, this is the first round that I'm doing very new to this space. And I'm like, it doesn't sit right with me. I don't think that that it just feels a bit icky. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that when you think about all of these aspects of it, it actually becomes so overwhelming and confusing. Because you're like, well, what do I do? Like it's, there's so much to think about. Um, But yeah, it it is a bit of a journey. And the one thing that I feel like has really, really helped me is just reflecting on like my journey as a whole, seeing, you know, where, how I started, where I like how far I've come and then going back and saying like, okay, well, I can definitely take a step back and say, I definitely undercut myself there. I was so burnt out. My, I remember that period of time. I was so energetically low. Um, you know, the, also the, like, um, oh, what's the word? Like you've got to think about the tangible stuff that comes into it as well, you know, like looking at your expenses versus your profit as well. So if you're paying, for example, like I pay for a platform for my membership that costs like you know, almost two grand a year, I'm like, well, I'm going to need to be bringing through enough cash flow to also support these things that I'm in, you know, implementing in my business as well. It feels like an absolute 
like mind fuck sometimes hey <laughs> it so does and i think that's what makes it tough when you're offering a service that doesn't necessarily have like a product or something that you need to pay for stock and so when you're providing a service it's just you and you have to put a price tag on it it can be really tough but i guarantee you there are things that you're using in your business that do cost money like your laptop or your phone or and if that helps you create a price then you need to look at everything that you're using in your business tarot cards crystals like anything that helps you amplify create a list of what all of those things cost and make sure that you're meeting your quota. But I do want to say that at the beginning of business, and I think for me, it was like that three to six month mark. My goal wasn't actually to create wealth or start generating money. It was to get my foot in the door and to start building a community, get my name out there and build my testimonials. And Mm. so you have to look at what your goal is too, especially in the beginning phase of your business. Mm. It's so important that you get those foundations right because the money will mean nothing if you end up three, six months down the track and realize, oh, I don't even want to be doing this in the first place. Like use those months when you're starting your business, especially your spiritual business to navigate and understand what you like about particular service and offers and what you really like doing in your business. Maybe what you might want to, you know, like outsource in the future. Just, I would not overlook experimenting in those first couple of months, but I also want to say, don't make the mistake like I did. And stay in that experimental phase because it was super safe and super easy and end up hurting myself in the long run. And I love what you said, Leash, there about like putting a time limit on it, saying give yourself three months and then by the end of those three months, increase your price based on, you know, how you're feeling, how you navigated the past space. And I think that's where building a community comes into play really well. Um, And like making sure that you stick to the goals that you set and the boundaries that you put on yourself too. Cause I know when you own your own business and you're offering one-on-one services, it's super easy to be like, Oh, I'll just like quickly add another 20 minutes on this person's reading and I'll just, I'll send them a PDF as well. And you know, they didn't pay for any of this stuff. It's easy because you're already in that zone. But I think it's so important for you to reflect on, like Leash said, where your energy is starting to leak, you know, where you're feeling really energized and inspired and lit up and maybe where you want to be bringing in some more money to fund the things that are running your business as well. So there's so many things that do come into play. And I think it is about where you are in your journey as well. Mm. And I think the other thing is, experience comes from many different places, but I know what you were talking about before when you said like people come into this space and maybe they haven't done any education and they just like launch their service or course and they put a really high price tag on it without even explaining who they are, where they've been, like what experiences they've gathered. And if you are somebody who's suffering from imposter syndrome I would just invite you to look at the experience of your life if you're new in this space and just start to see like where have you already gained experience in this field and where can you start educating your community about that experience because 
we as a consumer, we as somebody who is looking for a service, especially if you're a healer, we want to be able to trust you. And all you have to do is speak about your experience, like open the gates of communication and let down those walls. I think transparency is so, so important. And it's also going to instill so much confidence in you when you start being genuine and authentic about who you are and the journey you've been on. And I know for me, it was so healing when I started talking about like, you know, ghost stories from my childhood and like all of those things, because that was true for me. And I thought that that couldn't relate in business, but it really did because people started to understand who I have been my whole life and not just somebody showing up in this space. I think it's so important. And I know we always preach this, but authenticity online is like number one. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. To the storytelling. I think that's a great thing to focus on as well when you're coming in and you're wanting to price things and you're wanting to set up like the, just the, all that stuff within your business that sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming and you're not sure where to start. Um, also, I just want to um, kind of go back a little bit to what you were saying about goal setting um, when you're establishing your business or even if you do have an established business and you you want to like restructure things around a little bit i think that goal setting and getting clear in your intentions as well is so so important um but specifically for people who are coming into the industry and wanting to price their offers and establish their offer offers as well um i think even though like, I'm not going to sit here and say you should have this as your goal, but my advice, personal advice from the journey that I've been on is pretty similar to what you said in terms of don't kind of come in and expect this to be this mass money making thing anytime soon (laughs) because it is a, a niche or an industry. I don't like to use those words, but for lack of better words, it is a nature and industry that does rely off relationships and it does rely on a sense of trust and it does rely on you building a community up as well to support and to, you know, generate interest in what you're doing and, and, and to see your unique, uh, you know, imprint and what you have to offer here. So coming in, I think that a lot of people do have that idea that they're going to come in and be like, oh my God, I can do this many, you know, sessions a week and I'll generate this much cash and, you know, things are going to just absolutely take off, but they don't have any experience or confidence built up to be able to build their community up to create that, um, you know, ideal customer um, or client that wants to actually book in and to exchange, you know, money with them. So, my advice would be if you're entering this space and you're a new spiritual business is exactly what you said. Like just kind of put down that sort of, okay, I want, I want to make all the money and just focus on like, I really want to connect with people. I really want to, you know, meet new people and share my story and exactly what you said. Like if it's, if it's nothing to do with, you know, the actual offerings or the modalities or whatever you're offering, share who you are with, with your community and really tap into, you know, what your beliefs and morals are and your story and what you've been through and the experience that you've gained moving through the story of your life. Um, I think that that brings such a nice 
texture to people's businesses as opposed to just posting this like blank slate of uh you know like things that you're like who is this person like I don't even know who this person is like what makes me want to actually give them my money um I think that's a that's something I've really learned along the way and I still I feel like (laughs) it would actually be amazing I feel like I've just had this amazing idea come through oh my god (laughs) I can't wait (laughs) you and I should offer business audits like oh my god i'm so down for that you have no idea i literally love that idea because yes. in the space i can i can immediately i look at a, a spiritual business <laughs> and i i feel straight away like what they need to bring more of into or like where they could be picking up certain you know like just things to bring in to really connect with their audience and to build the community Anyway, I'm just going to, like, put that one on to No, I love it. (laughs) We do this anyway, like. Yeah, Yeah, we do. We do. So, yeah, I feel like if we allowed people to see behind the scenes, it would be helpful. Mm, (laughs) I totally agree. I love that so, so much. Um, I completely forgot what I was going to say because I'm just like overwhelmed with the business order idea now. <laughs> it's so funny because I've seen I've seen uh, like online social media coaches do business, uh, sorry, like um, profile like audits, like mm. social media accounts, and it just came through. I'm like, imagine if we were to do like like biz actual business audits where you yeah. look at their like front end, you look at their back end, you look at like how they're communicating and how they're putting themselves out there to the communities because straight away we're doing that anyway. As people, yeah. like, we've been here for a few years now. We know like a lot of the community is like crossed over between us as well. So guaranteed we'd be looking and we'd be thinking the same thing about <laughs> people out there who are running the spiritual business. I swear. Like, yeah. It would be so, so insightful for people to just be given that support. Um, but aside from that, I digress, which I'm so good at. I, when it comes to pricing in particular, honing in on the pricing thing, once you have gotten that confidence built up and you have gotten that experience built up and you, you, you're seeing your community grow and you're seeing people, you know, take interest in what you're doing and, and want to be involved in that. There is that point where you have to say, okay, I am going to accept more because you can get stuck in that, um, that wheel of just continuously accepting the same amount of energy exchange over and over and over again. And then it gets years down the track and you're like, wow, <laughs> like three years ago, everything seemed fine. And all of a sudden it's like, it feels like it's your cup isn't quite full because that exchange is not equal anymore because you've also grown as a person So I think that it does take a lot of confidence and it does take a lot of, um, I don't even know the word. Like you just have to just believe in your shit. It takes a lot of boldness. Yeah, it does. Like boom, boldness to be able to say, okay, cool. It's time for a price rise. 
going to restructure my offerings. We're going to be putting the price up because now I'm coming into this with so many more tools on my tool belt and I'm offering so much more. I am offering the PDFs with my, with my sessions. I am offering like, you know, 10 minutes extra and stuff like that. Even if you're not, your experience level has also grown and it's shifted and it's changed. So I definitely recommend going through like once or twice a year as well and just sitting with your offerings and thinking about, um, who you've sat with in sessions, um, you know, around that time as well, thinking about how you felt after the session, thinking about how you felt at the end of the week after have doing like a full week of sessions and just tapping into whether you think that you're comfortable there or whether you really do believe that you uh, need more to feel that equal energetic exchange because it shifts a lot more than we realize. Yeah, totally. And I always say your business should evolve with you. And if you're not evolving, I don't think you're in the right space because you are a spiritual business owner. You're offering services and probably products and services that are super duper energetic based and they're super aligned to healing people and understanding people on that deep emotional level. And you as a practitioner, us as practitioners, we have to hold ourselves accountable for continuing our evolution as a person and growing. And our business is actually here to support that journey of evolution as well. Mm. I think that it's so important, like you said, to review your prices. And for me, it's always come back to what do I value and what's in line with my integrity at the moment. At the beginning of my business journey, my integrity and my values were aligned with growing my community, getting my name out there. But I remember, and I remember this so clearly, it was when we started working with Victoria Washington and we started doing like wealth energetics and Mm. then we tapped into Lilith and I think for me personally I remember this shift in my energy from healing that witch wound and starting to show up online and talk about my gifts and feeling safe in that and then that really big shift in my identity came when I started working with Lilith and Victoria Washington. I started talking about what I wanted, tapping into my desires. And this part of me that was just unapologetic for who I am and what I'm offering came through. And I wasn't afraid to up my prices because it was in alignment with, like you said, the experience that I had absorbed over the years Mm -hmm. and who I was as a person and you know I was talking because I work in financial planning as well I was talking to one of the advisors and they charge a service for looking after people's money and growing their money as well and I said you know do you ever get pushback for the prices that you're charging and he said the clients who know what we do will never push back they'll be happy to sign the agreement and move along it's the clients who think that they can do it themselves or don't understand that I've been through 30 plus years of education and they're not just charging me for an hourly rate they're actually charging me for all of the experience that I've gained all of the knowledge and a task that for somebody who's just come into whatever industry you're in, if that task takes you three hours because you have a little knowledge and you're charging the same amount as somebody who can do that same task within 10 minutes and they have 30 plus years of knowledge, like I just think that's 
crazy because it's not just your hourly rate. It's everything that you know. It's mm. your knowledge base. It's the experience mm. that you've been through. It's your journey as a human being. It's what you're willing to give in those moments. And so that's why I think it's it's good to take inventory of all of the things in your business that help your business grow and expand like your membership platform, microphone, camera, tarot cards, all of those things. But it's also incredibly important to factor in all of the courses that you've taken yourself to broaden your knowledge, the Mm -hmm. time that you've spent looking at your business, designing your business plan, like really digging into your own values, time you've spent reading for yourself and healing Mm -hmm. yourself as well. All of those things come into play. And I think there is a point in everybody's journey where you recognize that and you're not afraid to say, I have so much more experience than I did have. And I am so much more willing to step up and share all of that and charge a higher price point for it. But also like if you want your services to be really accessible and affordable to your clients, possibly charging a really big price point is not in alignment with that desire and with that goal as well. And that's Mm -hmm. something that you need to think about as somebody who's holding space. Mm -hmm. You need to honor what you can give energetically in a time capacity because you are the most important person that runs your business and you're the one offering the service. Without you, nobody can experience the magic of your offers, right? And I can't remember who said it, but I was thinking about it before. I I wish I could remember who told me, but they said, you know, when pricing your offers, think about if if you're a woman and you have a period, you have a cycle, what is that number that's going to make you get up out of bed with a heat pack on your belly and like popping some Panadol and having a big drink of water? What's that price that's going to motivate you to sit there and hold space and be in the energy that you need to versus, you know, a lower price point that you're just going to absolutely wipe away and not want to show up for at all? And I think we've both been pretty um, honest and transparent about the fact that when we were charging a lower price point where maybe we shouldn't have, we experienced a lot of like ickiness about our business. We didn't want to show up. We also held some resentment for the things that we were offering in our business and the people that were coming into it. And so if you get to that point, I hope you never do, but that's a good point to reevaluate where you are and actually where you want to be. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> Everything you just said, just said. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it is that you need to be feeling like you want to get up and you want to be holding that space because if you're like, oh, God, I'd rather go out and do this today, then obviously there's something there that's not quite matching, you know, that exchange. So definitely an invitation to go back in and recalibrate and see where you can actually make those changes. Um, it's a huge, huge thing. And I always judge it too off of like where I'm at as well. Like I know that I've, I've released and offered things in the past that I thought was like really great. You know, such a good idea. I hate that. It's like like, crickets. Why? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, obviously there's something there that isn't quite resonating with who I'm, you know, targeting. And I think as well, like this comes down to your ideal, like who is your ideal client as well? 
tapping back into what you just said as well, Tanita, about like, you know, like, do you want to cater to people who maybe can't afford a higher price point and want to be able to afford a lower price point? Like, I know for me, sometimes I've offered things at a really, really low price point because I know what it's like to not be able to afford something. I've been a single mom before. I've, I've struggled in that sort of area of life where I've had to really sacrifice a lot of things and go without and I know how much it means to be able to still be involved in things like that to help myself grow as a customer right or a client so I would be going through seeing who it is that you actually want to work with like what what sort of client is your ideal client who what what do they do for work who are they how much do they make like how much are they willing to hand over in in an exchange and then go in and see where you feel comfortable in that exchange. Because sometimes when you have an idea in your head about what you want to do and who you want to cater for, you go back in and you see the exchange and you feel it out. You then go back and go, okay, well, I actually don't have the energetic capacity to hold that space in such a big way for that, you know, that price point. So I need to go back in and maybe get a little bit clearer on my goals because what we feel like we want to do sometimes doesn't match up with what we kind of have to do for our own energy. And I know that if you're in this space and you work in, in, in this industry, you are probably a very kind and a very overgiving person to, to begin with. So oh, it's one mistake I feel like I've made over and over again when it comes to pricing and business is that, I want to give so much all of the time. And then at the end of the day, I'm left with nothing. And when I say nothing, I mean energetically nothing. And it just has not matched that at all. So definitely getting clear on like who you want to, who you want to hold space for is a huge thing. Um, and yeah, exactly. Like what, like when you start your day, what are you willing to commit your whole day in this industry to, like, what is that price? And not being afraid of what actually comes through in an honest way as well, because I know that I've actually had, you know, certain prices come through when I've been having, like, my own little mini strategy sessions. And I'm like, oh, fuck, like, I can't. No, I can't. No, I'm not, I'm not going to offer that. Like, no way, bitch, sit down. You just, like, pretend that you never saw that number pop so boldly in your third eye. You're just like, I don't know, just ignore that. Like what? Who do you think you are? <laughs> but guaranteed, like I have taken the plunge sometimes and offered things at certain prices, and people have had no problem at all handing that exchange over, and it has been such an aligned, fulfilling experience. 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 <laughs> Ooh, she's getting fancy. <laughs> <laughs> aligned experience on both ends <laughs> and this is where we leave you <laughs> no. that is so true I totally agree and I think that it is just so important like bring it back to basics like and also um the Kashuk records has really helped me I remember when I was doing work with Victoria Washington, she was talking about, you know, what's your energetic, um, 
maximum in terms of like what you're willing to accept monetary wise. And I had a really hard time understanding like what that limit was because Mm. we all have that capacity, whether it's lower or higher than some people in terms of wealth energetics. And the Akashic Records really helped me understand what it was and helped me live that and do some healing. And I think it also, for me, comes back to feeling safe for receiving for my gifts. If you're somebody who's offering spiritual services, like tarot reading or psychic reading, mediumship, Akashic Records, whatever it is, I think what can really, really help and what did help me in my journey was healing the witch wound and feeling safe or receiving for my gifts and services. Not everybody will have that experience. It was definitely mine. And it was something that really, really helped support me Mm. when raising my prices. Yeah. I think that that's such a common thing to come up as well, especially in, in this space. And it's still, I feel like we still see this, um, outside of this space a lot where people are still mocking this industry and they're like, Oh, like, why would I pay money for that? Why would I do this? Why would I do that? But it's something that is probably never really going to change. Well, it will eventually, but not as long as we're alive. I think we're on the way to healing that. And I think that one day we will live in a world where it's automatically um, appreciated and, seen as you know value and something that you do have definitely have a monetary exchange for but that obviously we're still gonna see stuff like i always see stuff shared around about this industry and like scammers and things like that i think that sometimes when there's one one person who you know maybe doesn't have the best intentions um they can kind of ruin it for everyone in a sense sometimes so Something else that, yeah, to be really mindful of is that just knowing that, yeah, you're going to hear, hear a lot of bullshit when it comes to accepting money in this space, but um, it's it's our livelihood as well, and that's the way that we exchange. You know, back in the day, someone would go see a healer and maybe they would exchange, I don't know, like herbs or plants or, you know, like different Life commodities, livestock, yeah. things like that today we work with money so that's just it is what it is you know um yeah i i think that all in all like the most important thing is to realize the energy and the time that you've put into growing and evolving as well as an individual um i shared this this post the other day uh about and this guy was talking about how you know it's so easy just to do the physical work it's so easy just to like go to work, bang out a big work, a big work day, come home. He said, but not everyone will still go to work and also grow their mind and, and evolve at the same time. He said, you know, there's so many people who are just lazy or don't have the capacity to do that. And, and to be able to do that, it does require energy and effort and time and patience and, sacrifice as well because we do sacrifice certain parts of our lives to be able to put time back into building our own mind and our own understanding of the world and our knowledge base up as well so don't discredit that i think that that's such a incredible thing to acknowledge and also work into your pricing system as well because 
it shouldn't be forgotten about. That is honestly the, one of the most important things is your experience and your knowledge and your mind and how you've actually supported that and grown that over the years. And as that continues to grow, I recommend still assessing your price points and making sure that you are aligning those with your self-development as you also grow too. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I really enjoyed this chat and I'm so curious to hear how it lands for everybody. Also, if you have a business that you want audited, um, send it through. I'm like ready to go. Yes. Oh my goodness. I feel like it would be like, even if it doesn't have to be anything complex, it'd be like, yeah like half an hour or like just show us inside. Let us like, let us just give our tips. Let us give our support. We could just write like a written report even. Yes. um, And just, (laughs) and just send it off because I feel like it would be so helpful for people and just giving people tips because a lot of people that we know in this industry as well, like we've also worked with before as well. So we know how they show up. We know how yeah. to communicate online, especially. I feel like we would give so much knowledge and, and support in terms of like really helping them to push forward and step into their energy in a, in a more bold totally. way, more confident way as well. Let us know yeah. if you think this is a good idea, guys, because I think I'm onto something. Even if we just kind of leave it and, and then just approach it next year, it's something yeah. that we can think about for a little bit. If you're interested or you think that that would be an amazing thing that you would like, um, just even to have our input or overview of what you're doing in this space and what we feel like you could Im- like improve on and what you're actually also doing so well as well. It's nice to hear that feedback as well about, you know, what you're – what you're doing but um yeah I think this was a really good chat and yeah I think it's going to help a lot of people um me too yeah so thanks guys for for listening in let us know what you think of course share this episode if you feel like this can help someone if you know someone that will benefit from this please share take a screenshot and share it on your stories tag us because we love sharing this stuff as well we love seeing your posts and your feedback so you can find us on all platforms as well as tanita said when we started can't get rid of us we're everywhere so (laughs) come and find us and we will see you guys next week Bye. bye